Hello, my name is Preston Thomas, and this is episode 31 of The Way of Jesus. Today's episode focuses on Daniel chapter 7, which depicts Daniel's dream of the four great beasts. It details the correspondence of this dream with Nebuchadnezzar's dream of the great image. It also provides our first introduction to the figure known today as the Antichrist and reveals his fate. If you like this podcast and find it helpful, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends about it. A complete listing of all episodes with their links and transcripts may be found at thewayofjesus.us. Around 554 B.C., some 50 years after he interpreted Nebuchadnezzar's dream of the great image, Daniel had a prophetic dream and vision of the future that closely parallels the elements and conclusions of Nebuchadnezzar's dream. The fact that each of these two visions share the same basic elements and the same positive and hopeful conclusions tend to verify their trustworthiness and truth value. Daniel describes his dream of the four beasts in the following way. I saw in my vision by night, and four great beasts came up out of the sea, different from one another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. And behold, another beast, a second one, like a bear, it was raised up on one side, and it was told, Arise, devour much flesh. After this, I looked, and lo, another, like a leopard, with four wings of a bird on its back. And the beast had four heads, and dominion was given to it. After this, I saw in the night vision, and behold, a fourth beast, terrible and dreadful and exceedingly strong, and it had great iron teeth. It was different from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. With the perspective of history, we may identify the four beasts of Daniel's dream with the four great empires depicted in Nebuchadnezzar's dream. These empires which followed one another in an unbroken historical sequence, were identified as Babylon, Persia, Greece, and Rome. The winged lion, or Lamassu, is a common Babylonian motif and stands for the Babylonian Empire. The bear, raised up on one side, is the Medo-Persian Empire, within which Persia was stronger and more exalted. The four-headed and four-winged leopards stand for the Greek Empire under Alexander the Great and his swift conquest of most of the known world. The four heads represent the fourfold division of Alexander's empire by four generals after Alexander's death in 323 B.C. The fourth beast had great iron teeth which recalled the iron weapons and iron rule of the Roman Empire. The ten horns on the head of the beast 
represent the division and future evolution of the Western Roman Empire into the modern nation-states of Western Europe. Daniel continues the description of the dream focusing on the ten horns. He states, I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another horn, a little one, before which three of the first horns were plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouse speaking great things. Daniel then seeks the interpretation of the forest beasts, the ten horns, and the little horn. He is told, As for the fourth beast, there shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, which shall be different from all the kingdoms, and it shall devour the whole earth. As for the ten horns, out of this kingdom ten kings shall arise, and another shall arise after them. He shall be different from the former ones, and he shall put down three kings. The fourth beast, Rome, was indeed different from all the previous empires. It was far more powerful, lasted much longer, and encompassed most of the western world, the entire Mediterranean basin. The ten horns which grew out of the beast's head represent ten modern nations that grew out of the Western Roman Empire. The dream indicates that in the time of these ten rulers, a new ruler shall arise. He will be small at first, but nevertheless shall come to power and put down three of the ten previous kings in the process. Who is this little horn who is small at first, but speaks great things, and comes to power in Europe by putting down three rulers? He is, in fact, the one who will later be referred to by New Testament writers as the Antichrist. Daniel, chapter 7, provides us with the first mention and extensive description of this figure. In Daniel's dream, the nature and actions of the little horn Antichrist is further revealed. Daniel describes him as follows. He seemed greater than its fellows. He shall speak words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High. And he shall think to change the times and the law, and they shall be given into his hand for a time two times and half a time, that is, three and one-half years. These predictions indicate that when the little horn comes to power, he will institute a secular and totalitarian world order. He will attack and make war against the saints of the Most High, those who worship God and seek to do His will. And for a time he shall be successful in overcoming the godly. He will rule over the saints for three and one-half years. But, as in Daniel 2, the little horn's time of unjust power and imperialistic rule over others will come to an end. Daniel describes the final fate of the little horn in this way. 
I looked then because of the sound of the great words which the horn was speaking. As I looked, the beast was slain and its body destroyed and given over to be burned with fire. This end of the little horn's rule and what follows is described in greater detail later in the dream. The court shall sit in judgment and his dominion shall be taken away to be consumed and destroyed to the end. And the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. Their kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve and obey them. Thus we see that Daniel's dream concludes with the same great good news that we find in his interpretation of Nebuchadnezzar's dream. First, the imperialistic and totalitarian rule of men over one another will be destroyed forever. Second, this evil and unjust rule of men will be replaced by the coming of the kingdom of God to rule over the nations. And third, we are now living in the time directly preceding these great events. We are living in the time of the ten kings, the ten modern European nations represented by the ten horns. In summary, after a time of great tribulation, the secular, evil, unjust, and imperialistic rule of men over one another will come to an end. When the world has filled up its cup of evil to the full, God will intervene in earthly affairs and render judgment. With God's help, the saints, those who remain loyal to God, will triumph over the reign of the little horn Antichrist. The kingdom of God will then begin to rule over the dominions of men, and this kingdom shall be an everlasting dominion. This concludes episode 31. Episode 32 will introduce a new and most mysterious figure who will play a major role in the defeat of the Antichrist and the coming rule of God over the nations of the world. My book, The Life and Teachings of Jesus, is available from Amazon.com. This book organizes the Jesus verses from the Bible into 180 short chapters with each chapter focused on one event in Jesus' life, such as the Sermon on the Bread of Life and the Crucifixion. The chapters are arranged in the order in which they occurred in Jesus' life, thus producing an easy-to-understand story of the Master's life and teaching. Also included are numerous helpful footnotes and study aids. This book will bring you a new, more enlightened appreciation of Jesus. It will also provide guidance, comfort, and inspiration for living. On Amazon, you can also order the abridged audiobook and the ebook edition. The, this book is also available online at thelifeandteachingsofjesus.org. Thank you for watching and listening. Until next time, 
May God be with you.